This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 179. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Thanks very much for joining me today. I've got a question for you. What skill, speaking, listening, reading, writing, would you say you spend the most time on at the moment in your language study? Is there just one or is it all a big mix? Now imagine you could only choose one skill to work on for the next year. (laughs) Which one would it be? Interesting question, right? Before we get into that in more depth, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. The best place for you to practice the skill that everybody thinks most about, which is, of course, speaking. And it's italki is the name of the sponsor. It's a fantastic company where you can get professional language teachers at the most convenient time for you, whether it's 5 a.m., 5 p.m., or even half past 12 in the afternoon. Who knows? You can get a free lesson. In fact, it's $10 worth of free credit when you sign up by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. All right. Very interesting question today. Let's hear it. Hey Oli, it's me Balan from Kurdistan, Middle East, and I want to thank you for doing what you're doing because what you're doing is really, really great. And today I've got a question for you. Um, is that really possible to become fluent in any language just by listening? Because I have heard somewhere that uh, from some teachers uh, that it is possible to become fluent in a in any language in uh, any language just by listening. So I just want some of your thoughts on that. And thank you. Keep up your great job. Hey, Ben, and thank you for a very cool question. Um, Right. Well, I'm going to start off by saying, no, it's not possible to become fluent just by listening, because let's think about what that means for a second. Becoming fluent is about speaking. It's about being able to speak fluently. Now, yes, you have to be able to understand and you have to be able to listen. But fluency, spoken fluency is all about Exactly that. It's it's speaking. And there are so many micro skills associated with speaking that have nothing to do with listening that the idea that you can only listen to a language and then suddenly one day become fluent, you know, is just uh, it's crazy. It just doesn't make any sense. Now, that's not to say that listening is not extremely important. In fact, it's not even to say that listening is not the most important skill. And actually, for me these days, the more I more time I spend doing this language learning thing, the more time I spend listening, more than anything else, actually. In fact, I think listening is the ultimate skill because by listening, you learn. If you can understand stuff, then you can then have access to that stuff you learn in your speaking. So listening is hugely important. And I think a lot of people, and I've been guilty of this in the past myself, a lot of people who are kind of rapid language learners, if you like, people that go out there and learn languages quickly or learn a lot of languages, they can be guilty of learning to speak but not necessarily do much else. You know, it's very possible to memorize a bunch of stuff, a bunch of words and phrases that you can use to say quite a lot. But actually, when you sit down to have a proper conversation with someone in the language, you may be not able to, you know, you don't understand anything. And that, of course, comes from a neglect of listening. So listening is super important. But again, the idea that you can become fluent just by listening is crazy. I mean, consider for a moment the what it would be like to 
learn a language for a few years and you're sat there and you're just listening every day and then all of a sudden having done nothing but listen for years you walk up to someone on the street and you have to have a meaningful conversation with them what's going to come out of your mouth <laughs> you know is it going to be coherent is it going to be uh fluid are you going to be confident are you going to be able to pronounce the words properly given that you're pronouncing them for the first time of course not it's going to be it, i think the the question is is kind of a, a red herring in a way because it's an interesting theoretical problem but it's also not very practical because you know what why would you not speak why would you not um write why would you not read books you know why would you not do these things um if you've got to a, a good point in your listening so i think it's a it's an interesting question but you know not really um uh, not really viable as a language learning strategy shall we say but there's a bunch of interesting related topics that, that this throws up um so i'm going to go through a few of these now because it might be interesting to consider these in light of uh, the question and in light of what uh, my opinion that I've, that I've just given here so let's start with the silent period you may be familiar with this it's um a stage that's commonly thought of in second language acquisition where you would go for a certain amount of time without speaking or without attempting to speak and the reason is that you're kind of listening and you're trying to make sense of the language and you don't feel any particular need to speak this is most evident in in children obviously who you don't put under any pressure to speak necessarily they can listen for a long time and um and, and just kind of you know build their knowledge from listening it's it's how babies learn it's how it's how if you imagine a you know i had a friend who moved to the uk joined my school when he was like 14 i remember in the first year he didn't say a word but in the second year he was already like chatting away with everybody um but it, it was also a gradual thing it didn't happen he didn't suddenly start speaking um one day the the hypothesis is that you know as a learner you're building up all this language competence during your silent period through really intently listening processing the language and that all this processing goes on in in your head but really it's nothing more than a concept and it's very difficult to apply this um anywhere anywhere else when you think about the case of children learning their first language people you know so often i'm always surprised when people say you know kids have got the most amazing gift for languages they just soak everything up but anyone who has spent a lot of time with kids will understand will know that that's just simply not the case you know babies will listen to their parents talking to them for years but yet and yet how many years of trying does it take a child to actually learn to speak coherently and cohesively in their first language you know even a sort of you know nine or ten year old is only only halfway there aren't they so again like the idea that simply listening results in fluency it just doesn't stack up now lots of people tell me and write comments saying i became fluent in english just by watching tv therefore learning like watching tv is the best way to learn a language uh that may be true they may they may have that may have been their main method of 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 learning english and just by listening to the tv for years and years and years but the point is how long did it take you often these people will listen to like in, in scandinavia where all these uh, foreign shows are dubbed into 
uh, English, or they are in English because that's how they were produced, right? Again, kids will listen to and watch TV in English for years and years and years. The thing is, the thing behind Bannon's question and, and what we want to know as adult language learners really is, is what's the faster way? You know, none of us have the time or the inclination to do what a teenager might do and just binge watch 10 years of Japanese drama to learn Japanese. We know that's not an efficient way of doing things. It might be effective, but who's got 10 years to learn a language? You can do it much quicker than that. You could also think about immigrants in the country that you live. How many of them learn to speak perfect, fluent English? And how long does it take them? And how much speaking do they do as well, despite being surrounded by the language that they're, you know, their second language on a daily basis? In virtually any practical situation, it simply doesn't stack up. But as I said before, listening is probably the most important skill. So while it's kind of probably a little, a little bit um, silly to talk about becoming fluent by listening, um, you know, I, like I said earlier, find myself spending more and more time working on it. And I find that especially with more difficult languages, you know, I'm, I'm having to spend a lot more time listening in Cantonese than I ever did with French, for example, because it's, there's just so much more I don't know. And when it comes to, to speaking, like I find this all the time when I'm speaking Cantonese, when it comes to speaking, there's all these different these, these problematic points where I don't know how to express something. Like I come to, to say something and I'm like, I have a total, a total block. I draw a total blank because I just don't know the best way to express that thing in that, like, in, in Cantonese. And the way to learn how to do that is by listening to more of it so that you get used to these different ways of, of learning. So, of speaking. And I think the, the last thing I want to say is that there are different kinds of listening. One of the things I found myself saying a lot recently is that if you listen to mute, to like a foreign language in the background, you know, in the car or whilst you're cooking or with the TV on whilst you're doing the ironing, you know, I think, and this is contentious perhaps, but I think you are basically wasting your time. You know, I've, I've done that a lot in the past and I don't think there's any tangible learning from that whatsoever. You'd call that passive listening, right? In order to make the most out of listening, you need to be listening very, very actively, extremely actively, which means paying full attention to what you're hearing. So it means listening to to words, listening out for words, trying to understand meaning, questioning why certain words are being used, trying to, you know, asking yourself actively, what did he say there? What's happening here? It's hard work, you know, listening actively is really, really hard work. In fact, in the, in the Fluent Spanish Academy, we just had a training on, on this. We're doing this, um, in this month's, uh, challenge is all about actively listening and learning and perfecting the past tense in Spanish through active listening. It's really, really hard. And so, you know, if you did spend years doing nothing but active listening and you were genuinely actively listening and really paying your full attention to the language, you, know, you will get very, very far. You will learn a lot of stuff. You won't be fluent, but you will be in a very, very good place. So I hope that was, uh, I'm not sure whether that was what you wanted to hear, Balan, but those are my thoughts on the topic anyway, becoming fluent only by listening. If you would like to ask me a question, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask. And likewise, if you have had any value from this podcast, if you've been enjoying it, I would super 
much well appreciate a review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show and it would mean a lot to me. If you'd like to help me out with a review, then you can go to iTunes, simply search for the I Will Teach You a Language podcast and you can leave a star rating and review there. I'd very much appreciate that. Now, at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you the resource on the topic of the show. And I mentioned earlier on the silent period in language acquisition. And I found a really good article from a blog I haven't heard of before. I'm not sure if it's even active anymore. Anna Lomba is the uh, the writer. And she's written an article called The Silent Period in Language Acquisition, Truth or Myth? If you'd like to find out more about this, I recommend looking at that article because it's a very good summary of what the silent period is or isn't. You can find the link to that along with everything else we've talked about today and full transcripts by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 179. Thank you very much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.